I want to first of all congratulate every one of you uh, for being part of this. Their meetings, praise the Lord, their meetings that when you attend and participate, your life cannot be the same. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, personally, there are some things I do not, uh, let's say if I was uh, maybe searching for a book or a message to listen to, the title of the message can either prompt me to watch, listen, to buy or not. Are you with me? There are certain things that I will not even bother looking into. Are you with me? But because, because, uh-uh. I remember years ago while I was starting, I was starting a ministry. Uh, I was, you know, like, as you would uh, search to know more about certain things. There are some books I read and I've been reading. Praise the Lord. I do study but there are certain things that I could not listen to. Like, you know, you want to start ministry and then which book are you searching for? How to manage a small church? And then, <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? You are going into business and then you are looking at um, how to start up a small business. To manage a small business. What do you see? Are you with me? Praise the Lord Jesus. Ah, uh, It is not, you see... Whatever you're doing today is going to dictate the kind of person you're going to be tomorrow. The quality of life you're going to live is dictated by the things you're doing today. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Uh, All of us are products of meetings. Amen. You are a product of meetings. The kinds of meetings you have been part of dictate dictate the quality of life you live and you will live. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, your association has a lot to do with the kind of person you turn out to be like. Are we together? The Bible says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Are you with me? So the kind of company you associate with determines the kind of person you are going to be like. Now think about it. The Bible is clear. It's the Bible that says, it's the scripture that says, do not be deceived. (laughs) And it's part of it, isn't it? That's how the scripture is. Do not be deceived. Don't deceive yourself. The company you keep is going to dictate the kind of person you become. Are we together? So, having, this is called a king's meeting. King's conference. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, you know kings are, I'm glad you are here. You see, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's what you see. They say king's meeting and you will attend. Why? Because you're a king. If you're not, you can't associate yourself with these kinds of meetings. Praise the Lord. So I told you, I was telling you that because uh, I chose way back and I said this is what I will pay attention to. Hallelujah. 
I don't listen to failures. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we give it up for uh, Mama? That was... I believe you learned. Praise the Lord Jesus. I began preparing myself for marriage way back. I knew certain things earlier before I ever even thought of, you know, marrying and all that. I knew I couldn't fail. I couldn't fail. Why? Because I had practiced the divine life. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if you are not yet married and you were hearing those things, now you know you are safe. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, because you know, it's one thing to prepare for a battle before you enter it. And it's another thing for you in a battle. <laughs> to, for you to be in a battle and you are preparing. Are you with me? While you are trying to learn how to coach a gun in a battle, the bullets would have entered you already. <laughs> are you with me? So if you are practicing and preparing, you prepare before time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, uh, uh, that is good for you. Amen. I want to share with us something because, you know, in a meeting like this, we're looking at kings, we're looking at improving you and making you better. Hallelujah. Uh, we are going to have different sessions here. Different sessions. Praise the Lord. But this one is our super session. Amen. So I'm going to share not so much. But I'm going to share some wisdom with you. I'm going to be talking about time management. Praise the Lord. Doesn't it seem like, you know, a general thing you would hear anyway? <laughs> you say when you go for a meeting, you hear time management. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I've, uh, through the years, there are things I've developed in my life and they have helped me become better. Are you with me? Become a better leader, a better husband, a better man, a better, a better me. Praise the Lord. And I would want to share some of these things. Amen. I want to talk about time management. <laughs> there are certain things I love, you know, when we talk about things that are common. Amen. But if you know me in any sense, you know I'm not common. Praise the Lord. So it does not matter whether I've told you we are going to talk about what. You will know you will learn something. Amen. I'm going to talk about time management. Something I realized about, about this, this is why I'm going to share it with us. As men, praise the Lord, is I discovered if you begin to manage your time rightly, in the very day you choose to manage your time rightly, your performance and achievement increases by 25%. The same day you choose to, to do what? To manage your time rightly, your performance, your achievements increase by over 25%. What does that mean? It means it does not matter how good you are. If you manage your time wisely, more wisely, 
you will increase in achievement, in performance, 25%. Now, isn't that better? Think about it. That you, you achieve 25% more than you are achieving at the moment. Isn't that big? Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, the way you manage your time, the way you manage your time, it determines the level of success, praise the Lord, that you're going to have. It's going to determine how far you're going to reach. It's determined by how you manage your time. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Learn something that you see. Time, time is a resource. But it's not the kind that you save. Praise the Lord. Do you know, you don't save time. You can't save time. You can't say, okay, maybe let me first save this time. I will come back and use it later. Are you with me? So every minute that goes, you are not going to pick it again. So it goes and you are not going to go and pick it again. Are we together? So what, what, this is why I am teaching us this, that we may know how to manage it rightly. Praise the Lord. So that when you know how to manage it rightly, you can take the most of it. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us to use the most of time for the days are evil. Are we together? So this is scripture. Hallelujah. Now, time management refers to how you schedule and organize your time for different activities. That's definition. I'm hoping that you are writing down as you will learn as I teach. Praise the Lord. Time management refers to how you schedule and organize your time for different activities. How you schedule and organize your time for different activities. Praise the Lord. Did you get it? It refers to how you schedule and organize your time for different activities. When you begin to do it, it will help you achieve more than you are achieving now. I'm going to share just briefly with us, praise the Lord. So I'm going to talk about uh, the principles that will help you to effectively manage your time. <laughs> principles that will help you manage your time wisely, praise the Lord. Now first, before we go in there, I want you to understand something. Uh, we are born again. Are you with me? Now, if you're born again, that you're born of the Spirit, there's something about being born again. You're born into the realm of God, a realm beyond time. Are you with me? God does not live in time. Are we together? God does not live in time. But He's dealing with mankind. Are we together? He is dealing with man here. Is conditioned by seasons and times. Why? Because when God comes here, there are laws and principles that He put in play before activities began. These laws were to govern natural activities. Are you following me? Are we together? Like it put 
the sun to dictate what? Times and seasons. Are we together? You being born of the Spirit, it means that you are born from a realm above time. Are we together? But to effectively operate here, you must become a master of time. Are you following me? This is why what I'm teaching you is important. I don't care where you had it and what. It is very important. Are we together? In order for you to operate in the system and beat the system, you must have an understanding of how it operates and then know how to beat it rightly. Are we together? Praise the Lord. We have begun learning. Amen. So, in order for you, there are certain things that you are going to put in play. Hallelujah. In order for you to manage your time wisely. Glory to God. The scripture itself has told us to, to effectively manage our time. Are we together? He tells us to use the most of time for the days are evil. That's in Ephesians 5. Praise the Lord. To use the most of time for the days are evil. Now, how are we going to manage our time wisely in order for us to use the most of it? I read something today and I was, I just smiled because it was a, a, an interesting one. It says, this person was talking, shared something about time still. Amen. And the person said that, you see, uh, there is no such a thing as out of time. Like as that time has gone or what? Is it? Let me, let me relook at it. So that, can you help me with my phone, please? Thank you. Now, I just, I just left some, some of the ideas here. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let me, let me just relook at it well so that I can Give it to you as it is. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Aha. Uh-huh. This person says that it is a mistake to think that time is going. I was like, okay, this is good. He says it's a mistake to think that what? That time is going. Time is not going. Time is here until the world ends. It is you who is going. <laughs> I liked it. You get it? It says time is not going. Time is here until the end of the world. But it's you who is going. Are you with me? Uh-huh. Let me just see. Another. It says, uh-huh. You don't waste time. Time is going to be here for a long time. You waste yourself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I just like that, the idea. Is you're not wasting time. You're wasting yourself. Why? Because if time is here till the end, and you are not going to be here till the end, then playing with time is not playing with time. You are literally playing with your life, with yourself. Are you with me? Why? Because it's going to be here. 
I remember when I spoke, uh, uh, it's, it's my, my spiritual father who said it earlier, years ago, about the years, and then I got understanding. I say, do you know that um, there is no better year or month or week? So you don't sit and say, let me see what this month has for me. The month does not come with anything for you. Neither does a week. Have you ever had and you sit right there and then the year brings something to you? Are you with me? No, the year is as there's no have you have you had a, a year where January became December? Are you with me? January is January. Day one is day one, Monday up to Sunday. Are you with me? It is not what that has for you, it is what you choose to use of it. To make over year, not what the year has for you. The year does not have anything for you. It is you to choose and say, this year will be this kind. Are we together? Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Alright, okay. I, okay, we're on Facebook Live. Okay. <laughs> well, I was saying, that you see, Amen. Are you following me? I say, uh, uh, the year doesn't come with anything for you. It is you to turn it and say, this is what I will get from this year. Are you with me? So time is not, there's no a time that is going to come here. And then you see now, this time has brought something for you. No. When we're teaching you time management, it is not teaching you, okay, now, maybe this time we'll get this and this and this. I had years ago a, a, a man of God speak something about, spoke something still in line with time and said the difference between you and Bill Gates is the value you give a minute. Are you with me? Because every minute the man is earning. Every minute. And you, you can sit with your minutes and sleep in it. Are you with me? That, that's the difference. It is how. The time does not... Have you ever sat there and then you waited for it to clock maybe one and then something happens when it does? Is it does time bring something? Huh? When you sit here, do you, do you see minutes moving? That's the reason why you carry a watch. Is to keep up with what is what you're not seeing. <laughs> praise, praise the Lord. But you don't sit and you're seated like now, and then you feel time is moving. You will not feel nothing. That's why you need to develop principles that can help you take the most of what you are not feeling. <laughs> I see you will, you will come here. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. You need to. Now, we're learning these things to help you relate so that you can become better every minute. So that you can be the best of you. Are we together? Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. I told you. There's no, there's no year that comes in 
and says this year comes in with better things. No. It is you that chooses to make the best of that year. Let me tell you something. God speaking something or you receiving a prophetic word does not mean that word will come to pass. God speaking and saying something over you does not mean and guarantee it will happen. It is not what God has said. It is what you do about what He has said. If God speaks and you do not respond, it will be there and it will not happen. Haven't you seen people that die, seek, and yet they have God in them? Haven't you seen dreamers, people with big dreams, dying with nothing and yet they had dreams? What happens is until you wake up and begin to do something about your dream, it will only be a dream. And you don't dream in the day. Alright. Are you saying why? I'm simply making a point that this which I'm about to tell you is very important. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So while you have a dream of being the best whatever, you, you have a dream of owning or having this kind of company, doing this kind of work. Uh, it will be good. It's good. You have a dream. But dreams don't come to pass in dreams. The only thing that might happen, you might not wake up. Have you, have you had people that die in dreams? The people that have don't woke up. Praise the Lord. And someone was sleeping in a dream, didn't wake up. The dream took him. Those are the only possibilities. <laughs> Those are the only possibilities with dreams. It is <laughs> interesting about the world, isn't it? It's the negative is what comes. <laughs> is what comes to pass. The positive, you don't wake up in a dream and it. You were sleeping. I remember when I was a kid. I believe you have had those experiences too. And then you were sleeping. And then in your sleep someone came and gave you money. And you put it in the pocket. And you wake up. The first thing you're searching is your pocket. And there is no money. You were very excited in the dream. So you woke up, you did not want to believe it's not true. Or you put it under the pillow or under the bed. You wake up, search the bed, search the bed for the money and nothing is there. You feel so bad. Praise the Lord. One time I dreamt when someone had given me a cake in the dream. And I began eating. It was very sweet. Are you with me? <laughs> Very sweet. And then I just ate a portion. And then I had put it here. So I woke up to just continue. And I looked. There was no cake. I searched. I felt so bad. But because I didn't want it to be a dream. Are we together? So while you are having a dream. And you have not yet woke up to act on the dream. 
to realize it and remove it from the dream world into the natural world, it will only be a fantasy or something like that. I told you, the only things that have happened with dreams is death. You don't know what the man was dreaming. He just saw that the person began to fight in the dream, like in the night, and passed on. They didn't wake up. But you don't, while you are dreaming, those are the only things that happen. Haven't you heard the stories? There was one that was major that happened a few, was it last year, the other year? Happened. One of the renowned people was sleeping and then they just heard him screaming in the night. By the time they reached, had passed in a dream. Those are the only tragedies that happen. But the good things don't happen there. You don't just in a dream, you see you have Bank of Uganda is given to you in a dream. And then wake up and you're surely the one that owns it. Those things don't happen. Are you with me? But the bad things usually happen. What am I saying? What I'm saying is for you to walk in that which you are dreaming, you must wake up and begin to act in line with what you saw. Yeah, you can in a dream and you taste a cake and wake up and put it to work. You go search for the cake and eat it. But you don't just wake up and hope. No, you must do something about what you saw. Why? Because in the dream you see. But after dreaming you must put certain things in action in order for you to see that which you saw in the dream. Did you get what I said? Praise the Lord. So now that's why I'm teaching you this. Why? Because when you get this, now what happens is, you will learn how to use what you have to achieve that which you have seen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You learn how to utilize what has been given to you. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. So I'm giving you principles now that will help you to effectively manage your time. Amen. The first one. The first one is using a time planner. Praise the Lord. Time planner and create a master list. Use, using a time planner and creating a master, master list. Now, the times we're living in right now with technology, there are many things that you can easily access. You get it? Uh, there are, there are apps online, praise the Lord, apps online, whether with your, you know, a phone, laptop, or any other gadget you're having, you can simply download it, and it will help you. It comes in as a time planner. And uh, a good time planner is, um, well, a time planner is a basic plan that contains everything you need to plan, praise the Lord. It's a basic Basic plan that contains everything that you need to plan and do, whether for a year, months, weeks, and to a day. Praise the Lord. So this time planner is going to help you uh, uh, arrange the things that you must do, maybe in a year, month, weeks, or a day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
So, now, uh, this is important, praise the Lord. Why? Because there are things that um, I learned from my man of God that um, it is very important to write down. Are you with me? It is very important to write down. He says, there's a reason why God had to write down the scriptures. You think God cannot speak to you without, without any, any reference? Why did he write down and permit the scriptures to be written down? It's not that he will forget. God does not forget. But because he relates with man, he needs to refer you to something. Are we together? And then he was showing us something better. Are you with me? Now, so if God wrote down, well, because the thing is this, do you know that um, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ was a manifestation of prophetic words that were given? Are you with me? Why did he write down it's because there are generations that were. Man was not going to live in the flesh forever. Are you with me? So in order for you to refer to what was spoken to someone before you, you needed to have proof. Are we together? Jesus is coming and putting on flesh and what? Was a fulfillment of prophecy. Are we together? They had to relate with that which was spoken are we together? But that which was spoken before their time, if it was not written, they would not have known. Are we together? Now, let me tell you something about talking, like just an idea, if it's just in the mind. Are we together? If I stood and spoke to him, and told him something, and I tell him to tell it to you, are we together? And you tell it to him, and tell it to him, until the end of the people that are here, you'll find by the time it reaches him, it will be different. Are you with me? It will be different. That's the reason why he says, write down. He says, write the vision down and make it plain upon the tables that he may run he that reads it. He's telling you how to relate with important things. You don't just say because you have it in your head. Uh, uh, my, my man of God said something. He says, paper don't lie. Sorry, paper don't forget. A paper does not forget. Are you with me? Now it's a gadget and what? It will not forget. But guess what? If I told you something right now, and come back tomorrow, you might have forgotten it. But if you wrote it down, it will still be there. Are you with me? This is why now, while you are talking about thinking, talking of uh, managing your time rightly, it's important for you to create a master list. What do I mean by a master list? List down everything that you must be doing, that you have to do. Praise the Lord. What do you want to do? Write it down. Set it. Put it all down. There are things that are, are, are interesting. I look in uh, my, my um, notebooks and Diaries, and you see things that I wrote years ago, and I said we're going to do this, and then you look at it, and you did it. 
had your smile like, oh, this is good. And then you look at this and this and this. That years ago, it was a dream. But right now, I'm living in it. Are we together? So, you must get a time planner. Put it, now a good one must have at least a year. It can permit you to write down things that you will do in a year. A month, a week, and day. Are we together? So, after you have gotten, you have seen, this is what I want to do in a year. You must break it down to months. What will I be in a, a doing in a quarter of the year? In a half, you know? Uh, uh, and then in a break it to a month, to weeks, and then days. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So you get all these things and allocate them. Direct them on different times where you will be doing them. Praise the Lord. So it will help you walk faster. And then it will increase your achievements, your attainment, improve you, your productivity by 25%. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So every task, every goal, everything that you want to go for, write it down. Have a whole list. That's what I'm calling a master list. Amen. You first write every task, every goal, every, everything you want to go for, you want to do. List it all down. And then after, begin to break it down to months, to weeks, and to days, what you will be doing to attain them. Praise the Lord. So as you do that, you'll find that your steps, your days will be numbered. You know the Bible says that all my days were what? Numbered. God has already numbered. He says, David says, all my days were numbered in your book. In your book, before one of them came to pass. Think about it. God knows and has numbered your days already. Now think, think of God. Praise the Lord Jesus. The all-knowing, all-wise God. And he has to write down your story. Jesus comes in and says, I have come to do your will. For from the volume of the book, it is written of me. Are you with me? So if it wasn't written, he will have nothing to refer to. Are you with me? Now, if you have not written certain things, you will not have anything to refer to certain t- at, at, at different times. Praise the Lord. And by the way, that's one of the things, the challenges Africans have been experiencing. Do you know there are people that have done things in Africa? But you can't talk about it. But because there's nowhere it is written. Are you with me? Jesus beat, was able to beat the devil by saying it is written. He referred him to something that it is a witness, written. It's proof. It's there. Why the things you want to do are in your head. Do you know if you came and you're having many things to do in here, and you have nothing written, you will not know when to do what. Praise the Lord. Are we together? Is this good? Are we picking something? Praise the Lord. Another, that's the first one, is develop. Have a time planner. Amen? Plan for your time. Glory to God. 
plan for your time. When it comes to a day, what are you supposed to do in a day? At what time are you supposed to do what? Praise the Lord. I remember uh, years ago, I had friends of mine. This, is, this guy improved, helped me a lot. I had, I had the friends of mine from UK. And uh, they used to, while we, I think that was around 2006, uh, we were relating, we were talking with them, I, I, you know, I was teaching them and, you know, inspiring them in the word. So what happens is, every time I came to them, they asked me, now, they, we are talking, they asked me, what, Emma, what's your plan for tomorrow? Are you with me? Asking me. What's your plan for tomorrow? I didn't have any plan. Well, because me, I got to know the, the plans when I was in the day already. <laughs> you praise the Lord. So they are asking, what, what are your plans next week? Now that one, you would have, you know, spoiled things already. I don't have a plan for the day. And you are asking me for a week. But think about it, and that's how many people live. Then you say, ah, what, what are your plans for tomorrow? Huh? Tomorrow. If they don't have the, the, those things that are constant, like service, that it's Wednesday, they will, there's a service. <laughs> and then Thursday, there's a service. They say, um, tomorrow, ah, uh, they will have nothing to answer. Praise the Lord. They think in structuring and doing, going about. What are you cut out for? What are you called to do? Why are you here? What's your purpose? What are the things that you want to see in life? Position, begin to determine. Begin right now to take steps on achieving and becoming those very things you saw in the future. Praise the Lord. Walk towards your dreams. Are you with me? If you're called to do, maybe to be, uh, uh, let's say, a businessman, you want to do business. Why do you want to do business? And what do you see in doing business? Let me tell you something. I learned this. And I think it has been in my being from a very tender age. God just deposited these seeds in me. But it's in every man. You see? That is a seed of greatness. Not to just be a mediocre, but to be great. I tell you, from childhood, I did not want to do anything like on the levels of everybody. I didn't want to just be anybody. I wanted to be the best. One of the things I did from childhood that was is art. Praise the Lord. Fine art. I, 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 I was good at drawing. It was just in me. Praise the Lord. Before I learned any, I was taught any, I was drawing. In the future, when I looked at myself in the future, I didn't see me just doing. I, I was seeing me as the best artist in the world. That's what I was so you see, Jesus coming in, just I had to surrender all different things. And then from there, when I grew again, you know, when I continued, I entered, I was doing boxing. I saw myself still as a world champion. 
There's nothing I saw where I was just doing. You were not created to just do things. You were created for dominion. God says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, He says, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let him have dominion. You were created to dominate. Are you with me? So whatever field you are in in life, you're supposed to dominate the field. Not to be one of the people that are doing something. Be the standard of that thing. Understand something. You are an original. Are you with me? There's nobody like you in the universe. Nobody like you. So if you are the only you that exists, then don't just do things like everybody. You see, this is what everybody is doing. This is what everybody... I don't do what everybody is doing. I do what I was designed to do. Are you with me? So because I know what I was cut out for. So when I'm planning, I'm seeing okay now. There are things. I remember in the year, I think that was 2000 and... uh, was it 2010, 2011, something like that? I'm trying to recall. I had a target, I had a goal. By that time, I was writing books. I said, in uh, was it about two years that I wanted to write at least, huh? At least 12 books. I went together. That was my target. I had it and I had written it down and I told it to people. But guess what? Within about six months, I had achieved my two years goal. Well, because I had it written. If you have it in your head, it will just be in the head. And guess what? You will simply talk about it and think about it alone. You have no inspiration and motivation to go for it. So it's important for you to write it down. Why? Because it's in the writing down of that big goal that you will be able to break it down so that you can achieve it. I've seen some people desiring to do big things. And guess what? All they are seeing, they are hoping, they want to do is big thing. They say, "Ah, I want to have a mall in town. That's what I see. And then own these real estates. You know, do this and this and this. And all that they are seeing is that. So they think that one time they will wake up. And they have bought it. Just like that. Are you with me? You can't be set to do big things while you despise small things. Did you hear what I say? Let me repeat it for you. You can't be set to do big things while despising small things. Why? Because big things are made up by small things. Are you with me? So, write the big thing down and break it down into achievable tasks. Did you hear me? Break it first in a half. And then break it in quarters. And then break it in pieces. And begin achieving the pieces. By the time you continue achieving and put the pieces together, you would have achieved the big thing without even knowing. Are you with me? Come on now. Is this good? Now that is, that is, 
That is very important. Praise the Lord. So if you go with that, now you see, you already know how you have framed your what? Things already rightly. Praise the Lord. Another thing is, another point is, develop a sense of urgency. We're looking at you, you know, you managing your time rightly. Uh, um, it is, another principle is develop a sense of urgency. Praise the Lord. You see, it will require you to develop a habit of acting fast when opportunity presents itself. Are you with me? You need to develop a sense, sorry, a habit of acting fast. You act fast when an opportunity presents itself. Develop it within you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, have a sense of urgency. They say that all successful people not only work hard, but work fast in things they are to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A man of God says, work. It's not, you see, there are some people that are just set for working hard, and then you work hard. But work hard and at the end, there's nothing to show. Well, because all your efforts, we are not rightly directed. Are we together? But you see, um, if you be fast, are we together? Learn to do. The Bible says, whatever you, you choose to do, you find to do. Do it with all your might. Praise the Lord. Develop a sense of urgency while you are doing something. Don't do it like... You're wasting, you know, waiting for tomorrow and how things will come up like tomorrow and then, you know, this and this can wait and what are they? Praise the Lord. When one of the things I developed in myself that has really helped me is uh, 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 that sense of urgency. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I tell myself I hear to do. Amen. I hear to do. When I get an idea, when I get something, I don't just sit down. If it is, I do, I make sure that. You see, I've seen people that have received beautiful ideas. Beautiful ideas. And all they have are ideas. Are you with me? None of them is acted upon. So what happens? They are just, they are dormant. Praise the Lord. Why? Because they don't know how to relate with these things. It is learned to do fast. Praise the Lord. When an idea comes to you, act on fast. Act on fast. Run with it. Go and do it. Praise the Lord. Don't hold it as though, you know, you can do it anytime. Praise the Lord. Why? Because, you see, I learned something. And you see, the idea you receive right now, just as you have received it right now, you are going to receive another in another time. So if you don't do this one now, by the time you plan to do it, you would have gotten another one. Someone once said that if you want to kill a dreamer, you don't fight the dream. You don't go and try to stop the dream. Why? Because when you do, you fight a dream, you simply enhance it. You simply empower it. You simply promote it. You don't fight a dream by trying to kill it. 
you come with guns and physical strength. You only suppose, you know, support it. Do you know why God loves persecution? And in fact, you see some people think that God is afraid of persecutors. And you see, when God calls you, He calls you and says, Okay, don't worry. There will be no fight at all. He tells you, in this world you will have many challenges. Many troubles are coming. Are you with me? But He tells you something. He says, Be of a good cheer. I've overcome the world. And then another one He tells, He told them, Peter is asking, Master, what about us that have left everything? He says, None that has left. And he begins to mention. He says, That shall not receive a hundred percent here and in the life to come. And then he mentions something which I liked. He mentioned the things that they left, that they will receive a hundred percent of those things. And persecution. So persecution is part of the package. Why does God like persecution? Because persecution promotes you. It's simply, you can't kill a dream by fighting it. If you fight someone with a dream, you only empower that dream in them. Praise the Lord. Christianity would have died already. But because you know how many times they tried, they killed people. But it has never died. All the disciples, do you know all the apostles that walked with Jesus were killed? Killed. Praise the Lord. Peter crucified, the poor beheaded, James, same thing. Now, Stephen stoned. Are you with me? But it never threatened the idea. It only empowered and made it stronger. Praise the Lord. The church went through the dark age. It would not have survived. People would have feared and let go. But the more they killed them, stoned them, the more they beheaded them, is the stronger that conviction stood in them. That's what happens with dreams. Are you with me? So you don't kill a dream like that. Praise the Lord. Do you know what they call martyrdom? Now that word matter, <laughs> matter, I know that now they developed, you know, uh, you find that its meaning still was Evolved. You get it? But matter, even while you see it in the first place, it was written in, uh, in Acts. Is it Acts 20, 22? Not 22, 20. Both, both, both of those ones, yes, you can look it up. Now, it's Paul that gives witness of Stephen, where he says, and calls Stephen a matter of Jesus. Check out first, check. Acts, Acts 20, or 20 to 20. And see. Praise the Lord. Which one is that? Praise. Yes? 22. Yes, 22, 20. Now, Paul, Paul calls Stephen a matter. Praise the Lord. Of Jesus Christ. Now, the word matter, the Greek word for it, I think it's matters, something like that. But it simply means a witness 
witness or report. Sorry, record. Are you with me? Later on, they developed. Paul, Paul says, G, Stephen was a matter of what? Jesus. He says, he himself was witnessing wh- what happened and what. But he calls him a matter. When you check it out, it's witness. Are you with me? Or because that's what it is. Are you with me? It's not just now, uh, uh, later on, after the persecutions and the dying, now they stationed and defined it as one that dies for their beliefs. Are you with me? But in the first place, it was to witness. So what does that mean? It means when you killed someone, someone was simply willing to do what because it was part of witness. That's why they willingly died. They were persecuted and they did not fear. They, 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 the, the disciples were standing up and they were celebrating, appreciating God that they were found worthy to partake of the sufferings of Christ. Are you with me? Witness. Now that is what it is with, with, with dreams and, you know, is the more you persecute it, is the more you create in them that stronger conviction to remain. Now someone says, if you want to kill a dream, what you do is simply, you, you, you want to kill a dream of someone. You don't go and fight it. All you need to do, give them five more dreams. You want to kill a vision? You don't fight the vision. You come and give the one who has a vision, who had one vision, give them five more visions. What happens? You would have killed it. Why? Because the attention they and the focus they were giving one, they will give five. And at the end, they will have divided the strength, and then they will not achieve any. You get it? So you didn't, you didn't just... No. You just diverted their focus and energies. So their energies at the end of the day has not achieved anything. Why? Because they want to achieve five big things at the same time. And so they don't know what to do first and what. So you have killed it. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, when something comes in, you have a task to achieve. Have a sense of urgency. You get it? A sense of urgency. I, I remember years ago, it's when I had this statement made by a woman of God at a time. She said something. She said that, um, live each day as if it is the last. Are you with me? And then Sissy Winans, uh, in her song, she sang it. She says, which song is that? But in that, in that song she says, you know, live each day like it's the last, cherish what you have. Na, 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 na. But I, I, I like the idea. 